Hi folks, this is Audacity and Love and Life, and I'm your host, Sean Matos. I got a job. <laughs> I actually love cooking, and um, I don't really have professional experience. I never went to culinary school, um, but I did work in the kitchen for uh, Vineland Developmental Center when I was in my teens to 20 and also um, worked for Bob Evans and I was a hostess there but I would jump in the kitchen and help out where I could whenever they got in the weeds and I just loved the real camaraderie that we had uh, on top of just being around food and and helping cook and stuff and prep and um and the camaraderie that we had is, like, unreal. I remember we would work 3 to 11, and get by the time we got done cleaning up and everything at 12, 12.30 in the morning, everybody would come to my house, and we'd barbecue out in the yard until 11, 12 the next day. You know, it's like, it's like a family, because you're just really busting your ass to get shit done and most jobs you can't wait to get the hell out of work and go home and get away from the people you work with but even at the state school um it was always like a family type atmosphere and I just really missed that and I'm pretty much a loner for the most part I love being alone but for whatever reason you know uh working in a cooking field or in a restaurant service, you do become family with people because of uh, all the crazy things you have to deal with and the rush of the crowd having to take care of them and uh, just having to work like a team. It's literally like a dance when you get shit right and everything flows right when you're all helping each other out because you, you have to be a team. In order to get the shit done. If if uh, somebody doesn't work out well. It can screw up service. And, and everybody else in their jobs. Um, so. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I mean I do have a pinched nerve in my neck. Two bulging discs. And I need surgery on my neck. And my shoulder. Um, the pain is unreal in my shoulder sometimes, especially, and my neck is constant, but, and then I, I was supposed to have operation on my feet. What the hell was that? That sounded like a gunshot. That's crackhead crazy, man. Wow. I hope it wasn't. I don't even want to know. That that happened in my neighborhood. Um. <clears throat> anyway, back to my story here. So, I you know I'm gonna try it out. You know I was not even going to apply because I thought I haven't been in the kitchen for twelve twenty years, and and it wasn't even that I was even a kitchen staff. Um, because 
if you count Donald Developmental, that was when I was in my 20s. So that was 40 years, you know, before I went into the military. Although I do have kitchen experience in the military because in basic training, they throw you in a kitchen and you're only supposed to do so many hours in the kitchen. Um, and they forgot about us. And we literally worked 24 hours straight in the kitchen, peeling potatoes, prepping all kinds of food, and they totally forgot about us. I don't know. My T.I. went on vacation for a weekend. I, I don't know what the hell happened, but um, I'm still friends with uh, one of my basic training uh, buddies, and, you know, it was like, what the hell is this shit? I've never peeled so many potatoes and carrots and this and that. You know, we were exhausted. And they don't care. The military don't care that you didn't get any sleep. You know, they got to they gotta make sure you do what they want you to do in the time frame they want you to do it. So, you know, literally we didn't, when you think about it, we didn't get any sleep until I think it was like 36 hours later or something like that. It was ridiculous. But um, thank God you're young, you know. We had to stand them up to, to get through that shit, but. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm just going to see how it works out, you know, uh, I'm 60, I'm not a young kid anymore, and my chef friend, um, who's pretty famous chef, Chef Susan Burdian, she is a chef of Social Roost in St. Pete, Florida, if you are ever in that area, she's awesome, she worked herself up from being a server in New York City to becoming a chef and you know first she did vegan and then she's just a really all-around fantastic chef well-known did catering was on Good Morning America for her mac and cheese um dish she created and you know um and she's an awesome person too you know but uh, she kind of like is my uh, inspiration in a way, you know. So we'll see what ha we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> I'll just and I I think if I do another podcast, it'll be about the kitchen antics, <laughs> you know, or something. The things we have to go through, uh, working in the kitchen at the casino and stuff. Um. And it's been a long time since I worked for the casinos. I've done everything from being a doorman, valet, food service. Uh, God, just security, marketing, and sales. So, and I, 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 you know, there was a time when I worked three jobs at once and would come home and literally get an hour or two nap, go to my next job, and then whatever, you know. That was rough. And I was living in Brigantine at the time, had my own place, and I was taking care of two friends that were dying of AIDS. And uh, unfortunately, you know, of course they passed away and everything. Um so it was it was it was a tough scenario for me to be in because I was literally supporting myself and two other people that couldn't work and were sick. Um but uh, 
I'll be working day shift and swing shift, thank God. I met with pretty much all the chefs. They were awesome. And I, I just really, I literally was gonna, I was getting on the Atlantic Expressway, and I was like, you know what, I ought to just turn the hell around. I, you know, like, what am I doing? I'm not gonna get to be hired as a cook. I don't, I, I it's been a long time being in a kitchen. I'm 60 years old, you know. There's people that could probably swim circles around me in a kitchen that they're gonna pick over me. And there was a lot of people that showed up. Um, and, you know, they talked to me for a few minutes, the first set of chefs. And they were like, go, can you go back out and wait for us? Because we're going to figure out how we can fit you in uh, to, you know, cooking and stuff here with us. And I really thought they were going to say, okay, well, sorry, we couldn't think of any way to fit you in. <laughs> and they came out and had me come in and re-interview with another set of chefs. And, you know, I just fit right in with them, joking with them and everything, too, and and uh you know so one of the chefs chose to take me on for the uh, vip lounge and, a, and another bar called nola's and kind of he wants to teach me the ropes and he's hoping that um that he can have me move up the ladder really quick and so they gave me a cook three position which is awesome you know and uh, I'm just hoping that when I get in the kitchen, it's a totally different ball game in a casino and fancy restaurant than it is in institution food and Bob friggin' Evans. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? So hopefully it'll work out, man. I, I love the casino atmosphere um, as far as working goes. I don't hang out at the casino, but I like to come to the casino um, I'm not a gambler, but I do like to go to the casino with my friends, to the nightclubs, to restaurants, you know. Um, so it, it's always nice to be on the other side making money while you're kind of listening to music and just being in the atmosphere. I really enjoy that. You know, it's kind of like uh, killing two birds with one stone for me. And I'm eager to learn. I'm eager to hopefully hang in and and learn and move up the ladder and pray to God that my injuries don't hurt me to the point where I've got to throw the towel in and say it's you know I, I'm not gonna be able to do it you know I mean because I got to look at that reality too but worst comes to worst you know I get the experience it's a learning experience and I already have a job waiting for me hopefully if it doesn't work out as a cook um probably making the same amount of money without the hour drive each way <clears throat> and i'm probably going to do i'm probably going to be an hour and a half leaving the house ahead of time so it's really three hours out of my day because i need to i need to make sure i'm at the at the casino at least a half hour before you know, by the time I walk through the casino and everything to get to my post and get myself ready for work or whatever, you know, I, I, I'm definitely military, so I like to be, um, to work early, you know, so this way people can 
kind of tell you what's going on and you kind of acclimate yourself to the atmosphere or what's going on that day if it's fast and crazy or if it's slow or whatever so and i'm a vibes person so i feed off the vibes of what's going on too so it's always good to you know kind of like put yourself in that element and um fix your head and emotions and everything um beforehand you know so i i i'm eager to kind of ride my bicycle i can't ride it that long because of my neck and my shoulder but I do want to ride my e-bike, and I wanted to go to Fortescue today with my buddy and ride, but his chain is broke on his bicycle. And I'm like, oh, man, the problems we have as adults that kind of are the same problems we had as children when we couldn't ride our bicycles because our tire was flat and our chain was broke. I actually got my tire, my flat tire fixed today, had a rod sticking out of it, because people throw shit out the car windows and, or, you know, there was a really bad car accident, um, on the corner. So a few of them, actually, there's a bad accident pretty much every week on the corner where I live. And, um, you know, it could have been a piece from a car or something that got wrecked that was on the street or whatever. But, um, I, I unfortunately had to pay for another tire to be uh fixed and this time it had to be replaced because the rod was so big that it made a really huge hole in my tire so i just replaced the tire but you know i'm assuming that my fun times are going to be over when i start cooking because i'll be exhausted and i'll have two days to clean the house do laundry go shopping you know, uh, hang with my friends if I even feel like it, because <laughs> I'm sure it's going to take me a little while to get used to, and most likely I'll be coming home later, because if it's anything like it was before working in the kitchen, then I'll be partying with the people that I work with until four or five in the morning, <laughs> coming home, getting dressed, taking a shower, doing whatever, and then rolling going to sleep for a little bit and rolling back out to work again but i gotta make sure i keep my dogs in mind and uh make sure i give them the attention that they require because they're my babies i don't want to you know neglect them um in any way and they've gotten used to me with the work that i have done where i've been able to make my own hours um they've been used to me being around more and stuff so that's going to be a heartbreak for them that i'm not going to be around and luckily i have friends that live in a neighborhood that will check on them if i can't come home um or you know if i'm working so late that you know i'll need them to look after them for a little bit or whatever but it's never like mommy being home so you know anyway so i don't know you know um thanks for listening to my podcast I will definitely try to keep up with this podcast or I might just create another one that's more about cooking and and uh, the crazy antics that happen behind the uh, restaurant walls, you know, for everybody to hear 
and hopefully laugh because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of a lot of laughs too and stress. You'll hear me, uh, you know, stressed out about shit. Who knows? Because <laughs> it is a fucking stressful job. Like my friend said, it's the hardest job you're ever going to love, you know, and I'm looking forward to it. It's like a dream come true to me. It would be awesome if I can work my way up to sous chef at least, at least before I croak. Um, but if I don't, and I can't do it because it's just too much of a high volume, fast pace, on my back, my back and my feet too long, killing me, and my neck and my shoulder. My big worry is cutting, like prepping, and and chopping food up and everything. And, you know, it's like, it's different when you're cutting food at home and it's just you versus, you know, a 500 uh you know, table crowd or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I don't know how, how many tables are in these uh, two establishments as far as their uh, two venues in the casino or whatever, um, but I'm going to find out for sure when I do my orientation and then get with uh, the chef and sit down and talk about what they're looking for me um, to do there and everything. So, I'm exhausted. I'm in bed. I'm sorry, man. I'm just hoping that wasn't a gunshot that went off, but I don't hear any cops or anything. But that's the second time that noise happened today. Um, so, I don't know what's going on. If somebody's doing something with their house at fucking almost 11 o'clock at night, who knows? <laughs> Crazy shit. You know, I could, I could do a whole podcast on trailer park living or mobile home. It's a mobile home, but it's still, it's a fucking trailer, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's on wheels. <laughs> so anyway, take care guys. And hopefully you'll hear from me. Uh, be good. Stay out of trouble. Be kind, be nice, but don't be stupid. Don't let people walk all over you. Um, be real. Don't be fake. All right. Take care.